1: He's
0: gonna take it, got it. two legends in basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience
2: this is the bob ryan and jeff goodman podcast nba some college a little bit of everything
0: you know what can i say but it wasn't going to happen here with him i was okay with it because it wasn't about talent i didn't think
2: all right let, let's get right to it
1: well, hey everybody. Welcome to the Bob Ryan Jeff Goodman tag way along for the ride zoom and podcast where you're driven to you by hello fresh with hello fresh you get pre-portioned farm fresh ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your door okay guys we got a lot of work to do let's get to it the celtics have been extremely frustrating to watch lately bob uh i do wonder if it's gone to their head i wonder a lot i wonder a lot what's going on with this team what do okay, you think a
0: couple things couple things uh yeah i'm annoyed Annoyed, you know, to the degree they got because they blow leads,
1: right? You know,
0: and then with Grant Williams, you know, that he could have won the game. You know, right. he gets involved in a in a, a schoolyard, not junior high school nonsense with Donovan Mitchell. Although I gotta say, Max, our boy Max, remember back when he did the throat thing that James right. Worthy many years ago? You know, so you know, okay, we it we are we, living in a little bit of a glass house in that regard. Okay, so point. Well, what I'm going to get is this. I'm trying to all these games and and in the, all the matchups in the NBA, the marquee matchups, and this was definitely one. Okay, um, all the marquee. No, 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 it wasn't definitely one. Could but the, given that they've lost twice to Cleveland before that, it was okay. Right. Point being, who's not playing and who's not playing, and they they had three. They're missing three of the top eight. Right. Then again, when they lost to the Knicks, they didn't have Brunson, who's been their best player along with Randall for the last, right. you know. Oh yeah. So you can't use it as an excuse, but you do have to filter. And if you're projecting into April, May and June. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's a no, if they don't, if you, you were assuming and hoping they're going to have all their components, how many times a billion or a trillion have we said, they got to have Robert Williams to be whole to be the real team that they got to be, they got to be anyone like, hey, he playing. And, and then Tatum. I mean, it, it, so we we can rationalize it to a degree, but I don't like the idea that the group as a whole is 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 becoming notorious for blowing leads. And my question, and and I'll just throw this out there now. I'll get off the soapbox. Do we start eyeing the coach about you know how they're how they're being run or or not? I don't know.
2: I I think people are getting a little too bent out of shape of okay. seven games coming off the the break. Uh, you know, again. They're still one of the top teams in, in, in the NBA. If you had told me they'd have this record through with, with 15, 16 games left, everybody and their mother would have signed up for it. Everybody, okay? So to me, are you worried that they're going to try to flip this? Sure, you'd rather see them right now kicking in, in full gear like they were a year ago. But a year ago, they had something completely different to prove. Yeah, They were terrible the first half. So they had to flip it completely. This year, yeah, it's more of kind of kicking it into that extra gear. I am not worried. I got to say, I know they haven't closed out games. I know they've blown leads. All I'll say is, again, last night they didn't have Jason Tatum on the court. Right. If you don't have Jason Tatum on the court, yeah, like, doesn't matter to me. You know, he, he he's obviously one of your – he's going to be the guy with the ball in, in his hands at the end of, of the game. In crunch time, making mm. plays for himself or others. So I just listen. If we're still talking about this ten games from now, yeah, I'm a little bit worried. But you got ten games here to kind of start to figure it out, get healthy, you know, get get some
1: momentum, and and then I'll worry. About, I'm not worried about it, right? Well, I mean, not, if, you, if if they go through a slump, you don't want it to be in the playoffs, obviously. No, you, you, uh, you want question, it now. Yeah, the question I'd like to raise, and, I, and I'll start with you on Jeff. This one, Jeff, is. Do you think that they take winning or losing for granted? Like, does this bother them? And maybe it doesn't appear that this bothers them. And maybe that's just my observation from Because who shows
2: emotion in this team? You don't see a lot, right? Well, you don't. Bader, yeah, and you're Brad, right. And maybe Brogdon, that's good. White, Hortford. Like, this isn't a team. This is a stone-faced group of players other than Grant Williams, Right? Who else is showing a lot of emotion? You wouldn't include Marcus? You you have to include Marcus in that, I think. Right, those two. Those are the two guys that you know what they're thinking. The rest of the team, I mean, Brogdon, you got no idea what that dude is thinking. He shows nothing. Zero. Tatum, the only time you're going to see it is either when he's playing with, with, with Deuce or he's yelling at an official. That's going
0: an official. Yeah, exactly. Which we got to, you know, it's got to stop. But anyway, uh, okay. No, I, I, I basically agree that I don't want to panic, but it, it's annoying. You know, it's a, it it it's blowing the leads. It's annoying. No matter and and now I I have to fess up. I got it. Two weeks ago, maybe three, I categorically declared this was the deepest team I'd ever seen, <laughs> and it was in the aftermath of a game in which they had missing three components. And had, still had eight guys in double figures, which means your eleventh man, whoever we want to say, Muscala had a had double figures, and I was was I swept away? Am I, am I was that was that a rash judgment? Uh, you yes. know, it, it yes. doesn't look
2: good right now, but uh, because you were I, like you 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 were putting like Luke Cornett was like Kevin McHale to you at that. Well, point. No, I was putting him as a. a, a Here is where I frame it in my head, Jeff, and you can dispute you know, my
0: judgment and, and, and in, the, in categorization of the players, there's, there's they all have 15-man rosters and they suit up 12 every night, okay? And and how many really legitimate, competent, you know, you trust, if you're the coach, you trust to put them in the game if it matters, guys that most teams have? Nine at the most, usually. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of, the other three guys are interchangeable all throughout the league, you know what I'm saying? And there's guys in in, in, in the G League and the law schools playing pickup. I mean, somewhere, Europe. But it they had 11 guys, I thought, that constituted the deepest, legitimate NBA roster I had ever seen. Well, but Bob, I don't, Bob, reacted. I don't think... Well, I reacted,
1: I'll admit. Well, maybe. But, you, you know, the one thing I wonder about with this team, Bob, is that are, do they get too comfortable... You know, yeah. when you won wow. a championship, you could say, "Oh, well, they'll turn it on, or they'll be <laughs> fine." But at times, they seem to get bored, um, you know, a little disinterested, and that's okay when you won something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to that twenty-eight point lead. I'm watching that game, and I'm and then at the end of the second quarter, there were these sloppy, picked off passes, right. culminating in that horrendous. Juxtaposition at the end of the half, with the backcourt violent, you know, the ball going to Tatum, right? I think it was him. Yep. Somebody let the ball—they—they you know, they threw the ball, and they—and they—and they, and the other team went down and scored at the buzzer, and that was appalling. That was sloppy. That was—that was like, uh, yeah, we got enough. No, you know, uh, and that's why I'm wondering. I'm, now I'm asking. I am not accusing Joe Musil of it. I am simply asking: Do we wonder? You know,
2: what's he say to them at that moment? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, listen. But that was he, horrendous. He's still a young coach. He's obviously picking his spots. You know, you saw him get into Grant Williams after he he talked his shit and missed the two free throws. And and I don't know if you read his. Lecture, I didn't see did. the game
0: because I was elsewhere. I, I was out. So standing.
2: after Grant comes off and 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 again, Grant starts talking and and Missoula looks at him and he says, "Stop making it about yourself. Stop making it about yourself." That's good. Oh, that's good. I like that. So, okay. so I think with the right guys, he can do that. I don't know if he's going to do that to Jason Tatum or Why Jason to, I, I don't I think know. It is
1: about Jason Tatum. I mean, he's got
0: a burden. guys. <laughs> he's got a burden in many different ways. You know, he, he, the, the team raised expectations above yep. even what anyone thought when they were 18 and four and they were, you know, clearly running, having the best record in the league. He raised expectations. And, and you know, and, and we all said, hey, I guess it's going to work out. But we also knew
2: there's going to be bumps in the road. Yes. There always are. There are this stretch, uh, this stretch is going to be irrelevant. Right. All that matters is the exactly. playoffs for this team. That's all that matters. And again, as long as they get probably one of the top two seeds, you know, you. you I mean, even honestly, I'm not even sure it matters in the East. Like who are you who are you work. I mean, well, again, you're not playing any of the top teams in the first round. You want home court, obviously. If you play a Philly. Right. If you play Milwaukee, it'd be great Milwaukee. to get home court. But it's not like you can't win if you're if you have to go to Milwaukee. It's not like you can't. No, no, yeah. no, they can't. They, they've proven that. I I I say that. But you know, so
0: I, I go back to something that Jim Montgomery at a Bruin said like three weeks ago. You know, they're riding. they're they're ridiculous. They're on a route ridiculous. to setting all time records for wins yeah. and points. All right. And so their burden is they gotta win a cup, you know, because the because I lived through seventy one, believe me, I know. Most of yep. our listeners are saying, Yeah, well who cares? Well, I'm telling you, this is the this is your blueprint Bruins fans. Seventy-one. Okay. When they had the best record in the league, they were dominant and then they lost to the Canadians. Okay. Jim Montgomery said three weeks ago, he implied, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea if we got on the losing streak, so we find out how we react. Yep. Uh, hello, Joe. oh you got there first
1: that's right you could give some notes to Jim okay moving right along now our old friend Perk and uh, J.J. Reddick got into it on ESPN Uh, Perk had some thoughts regarding Jokic as an MVP candidate Jeff you want to read those
2: yeah uh, Kendrick Perkins said uh, quote when it comes down to guys winning MVP since 1990, it's only three guys that won the MVP that wasn't top 10 in scoring. Do you know who those three guys were? Steve Nash, Jokic, and Dirk Nowitzki. What do those guys have in common? I'll sit here. I'll sit there and marinate. You think about it. What do you think about
1: that, uh, Bob? Hey, Bob has been a voter. How many years did you vote for MVP, Bob? I don't
0: know. I mean, let's face it. I covered the league. So I covered the league 69. Uh, I, I was involved in coverage in the NBA as a columnist right through 2012. And even after that, Brian McIntyre, who was the public relations director of the league, gave me the honor of still being able to vote. I remember I said, him, you sure you want me to? I, you're, you're better than those other guys. You know, all right, great. So I still voted for two or three more years and into the teens, even though I wasn't covering directly. But he knew I was monitoring the league closely. you know. And, and so that was very nice. OK, so I voted you know, on and off since the 70s and, and, and many, many times. And here's the thing I want to say, Perk. All I can tell you is speak for me, but I I'm going to take it extrapolate it a little bit. Many 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 years ago, in the early '70s, some a revelation dawned over me, and 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 not that I needed it, but it was it was good to be you know reassuring that I'm watching this league, which is predominantly of African American players. It's got more you know I I lived through the era from when there were actually trades made because teams didn't want. A black player, or they wanted to get a white player. Phoenix and Gary Greger was traded for for uh, uh, Paul Silas because the the, the Suns wanted a white player. I mean, the um, Hawks wanted a white player. I lived through that era, and all of a sudden, in the early seventies, imagine I'm looking at the ten guys on the court who all happen to be African American. I'm thinking, oh, I see is style. Oh, I see is style, you know. And I I, I don't. of course they're black. They happen to be black. So what. I see style. I see, I see how they play the game, not not the color of their skin. And I think I and so in voting, it didn't it wasn't a consideration. It wasn't a remote consideration. And I I believe that that's true of, a, you know, fill in the blank, 90 plus percent of all the voters who have ever voted. And maybe, and hopefully 99 and point nine percent. So come on, Perk, it, it isn't true.
2: And, the, and J.J. Redick called them out to, to yeah. kind of add to this story he went on there and called them out and basically said it was complete BS. And I give JJ credit for, for doing it. Um, and I agree. I mean, listen, Jokic is averaging a triple double. Yeah. Okay. If he wanted to average 30 points a game, 35 points a game, he could average 35 points a game, but, but he's just about the best passer in the game right now. And, oh. and it's, it's a clinic watching him play. Now, again, and bede has been great. Tatum's been like. There's been a lot of great players, but to say that you're voting for for Jokic because he's white is it, it, is asinine. The, the guy is an incredible player and and plenty deserving of the MVP two years ago, a year ago, and this year.
0: You know, the funny thing about yeah, yeah, I almost anyway. Well, you're right. Well, man.
1: that's it. Uh, no, you're that's right. Bob, it's, it's, Bob spoke it, from personal experience, so um all right so it's moving, no, uh, on, mo- moving on We're moving on we're moving on right now and we wanted to i want to get to the suns because it's, it's yeah. interesting you never know bob how the chemistry is going to work right when you bring i mean we start happening with the nets we thought the nets were going to be dynamite and unbeatable and it didn't work but so far small sample with devin booker and kevin durant they are crushing it.
0: I have empirical data
1: available. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. Okay.
0: They have played three games together, and they're 3-0. Here are Durant's numbers in the three games. 37-7-3, 12 for 17. 28-9-6, 7 for 10. 27-6-2, 10 for 15. 29 for 42 from the floor in three games as a Suns. Here's Devin Booker. Uh <clears throat> 36 points, 15 for 25, 35 points, 12 for 24, 37 points, 15 for 26, a total of 42 for 70 freaking five. They're clicking pretty well.
2: They didn't yeah, need, have...
0: need a a uh you know a transition period. They Listen. just and they have beaten Charlotte, Chicago, and Dallas. Okay, right, fine. Well, Dallas is worth
2: they have to, you know, all right. But no, the point they're of, not. Not with Kyrie. I, I, Remember, I, this I, is so, Dallas with Kyrie. You really think it? you really think that's a, a major factor in those numbers? Um, no, but I think it helps when you start off. Right,
1: no, but when when start off, I, think, I think what Bob is saying is you can see them, even though they're not great teams, you take a look at the numbers and they're working. To, they're, not working they're not working against each other. It no, no, no.
0: you know and I'm you know, it's interesting we never should stop learning you know about people you you form opinions and then you know they do things and you have to start to reconsider you know Kevin Durant you know I called him you know I said I didn't want him on the Celtics you remember that guys I called yep. him an a-hole I yep. did on this podcast I didn't want him on the team but because of I I just don't like the act and the, off the court
2: same. Well, you didn't like the trade demand. That's what you Not didn't right. like. Right, act, the act off the court. But I will say this, Mark. Not the act I, on the court. But I'll say okay, this. We didn't need him. I said we didn't need him. But the trade demand might have been linked to one Kyrie Irving. That's yeah. the one thing I would say is there, there <laughs> might have been a valid reason there that he couldn't or didn't want to vocalize publicly. But now you look back and you kind of can see it. What I – what I um very willing to concede
0: is this guy uh, 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 in a very short list of all-time players is is he's he's easy to play with yes, yes he's easy to play with yeah and, and you know and booker is flourishing
2: so I mean, booker's we, you know, easy to play with like, we all booker like it's also easy to play with bob
0: and uh, all right so let's get to this let's just go right ahead let's fast forward why would we be surprised? We'd be surprised if they're play, if they're in the they win the West.
2: If, if they're football. healthy, we won't be. If they're healthy, we won't be. Got, because now got Chris Paul. Three Chris Hall of Paul Can can be Chris Paul, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, DeAndre Ayton left.
2: DeAndre Aiden Aiden. doesn't have to do too much. No, and,
0: but he's a, he's a quality big man in the modern game. Yes. Oh. Uh, Paul, they got two guaranteed Hall of Famers and another one who was on the well on his way, Booker. You know, so I'm gonna say they got three Hall of Famers in the starting lineup and and a very useful big man. And now, I, now I'm gonna ask you because I'm not how do you feel about the rest of the bench? I mean, how do you feel? Is that gonna be an issue?
2: I mean, you got TJ Warren coming off the bench who can score in the second unit, which is good, and then you've got some kind of you know, a has been good, like like the Georgia Tech kid who I didn't even think would make the, the league. Um, you know, Tori Craig, Ishwen, right. They're, they're just a bunch of kind of junkyard dogs other than T.J. Warren. How much you know, do campaign. you need? Yeah, when you have guys like that, you
0: know, maybe you get a foul trouble game in the playoffs, that kind of thing. You need some – but that's a very formidable, you know, it's core.
2: Four. Four dudes. Four dudes. Yeah,
0: that's a lot.
2: You'll put up against any I'm, four. I'm
0: calling them right, right? now if somebody gets hurt. If none of those four get hurt, I'm calling them right now. They're going to the finals.
1: Well, I think it's good for Kevin Durant because the unfortunate situation with the Nets, it 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 was really a blemish on his career. And in and, and all our conversations, I mean, Bob, you've talked about on Twitter how he gets on Twitter. Jeff, you know him; you've known him since he was a young man, and he can be sensitive. But no one has ever had a problem with Kevin Durant as a basketball player. Oh, uh, I mean, he's going. a great player;
2: easy to play with, easy. and he loves it. He works at it. It's yeah. it. That, that was what frustrated me more than anything about his decision to go with Kyrie. It's like, dude, <laughs> go with you want to win. You, we know you want to win. That's all that matters to you. You went to Golden State to win. Stay there. Not not for your numbers. <laughs> right, so, stay there. <laughs> stay Either stay there or stay go there. with somebody else who, yeah. who you can do. All right, guys. All all right, 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 we got guys more I don't up. want
0: to get out of here without – what. Do we make of the Knicks? I'm not saying they're gonna win the championship or go to the finals or anything, but aren't we impressed? I'm oh,
2: impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. I am too, you know, the question with the Knicks is gonna be we we saw this in the bubble, them being like semi relevant. Can they take that next step? And does it take more moves? Because you've got your dude and Jalen Brunson. Are we are we are we okay admitting hey, the Maya? Uh- Right. You no, know, I love him. But you know what I said? They overpaid
0: him. He, I thought he was a great addition. You know, a third guard. I wanted him. I want him on, the, on my team. I love that. guy, But I never projected him scoring 39 points in a game or anything like that. Or being, you know, he's a, a very worthy all star. And he didn't yep. make it because of technicality. But anyway, you know, no, I never projected him to be this good. I'm happy for him. I love this guy's game. He, this is a basketball player. This is a basketball player. Yep. I love – he just is. He just reeks a, basketball. I,
2: it's funny. I remember talking to him earlier this year. I think I talked to him at the beginning of this – no, maybe it's last season. During last season, I was doing a story on uh, Colin Gillespie. And I asked him, I said, you know, what, what do you make of everybody talking about all you Villanova guys as robots? Yeah. <laughs> so he, he, he said to me, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. When we're there, we kind of have to be robots. But once we're out of there, he, he's like, "No, trust me. We, we we all got personalities." But it's just kind of the culture at Villanova, and you've started to see that now with Jalen. I'm so happy for him. Um, again, and, especially in New York, like to do what he's done in New York. Yeah, it's
0: awesome. And and uh, Josh Hart was a great addition. He's a yeah. wonderful. Uh, he, he's another basketball player. You yeah, know I'm what I mean? And, winner. All yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah, I Randall, agree. I got to give Randall his due. I mean, you know, the other night against the Celtics, he was clearly the best player on the floor. Yep. He's 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 a beast. he's a monster. He, he he can inside outside. He's tough, tough minded. I and I'm happy for Tibbs too. He took a lot of crap in the beginning of the year.
2: I know. thought he'd be fired by now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. And, and, yeah, I thought he'd be gone. I thought we'd be talking about John Calipari right now <laughs> as as potentially the next coach of the New York Knickerbockers because of his relationship with Leon Rose and World yeah. wild West.
0: Well, I'm happy for Tibbs. Uh, he's our boy. He's our local guy. Salem State lives. God love him. And, uh, you know, I I, you know I, I I, find it hard to root against him. So. All
1: right, guys, to wrap it up, uh, Jeff, I know that you – well, you know John Moran. You covered him. Oh. Uh, he was sued for punching a teenager uh, while playing hoop at his home – Uh, Back in January, uh, it has been written that Morant was defending himself. And now he was seen on Instagram, a live stream, holding a gun at a strip club um, while in Denver. So he's taken some time away from the team, which seems to be a good idea. Uh, Just I I never knew of any issues with him in the past. Uh, He certainly has had a lot of pressure. He's had to carry this team. Uh, What's going on there?
2: Well, you know, Jason Tatum's had a lot of pressure. He's had to carry his team, and he, he's not making uh, these type of bad decisions. So, you know, I think I was the first one ever to do a national story on John Morant when he was at, at Murray State, and uh, man, love talking to him. Have had you know other interactions with him over the years, and uh, listen, he's young. He's young. A lot has come at him very, very quickly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, right, I'm sorry, some no, guys, I'm sorry. make mistakes, and you know what? Hopefully he learns from it. You know, let's not condemn him too much. No. okay, let's not condemn him too much. He he hasn't done anything uh, so egregious yet, and hopefully he won't. Hopefully now this is kind of um, an alarm to him to hey, you know what? Get the right people around you, make some good decisions. Again, I'm 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 all for John now. Kind of figuring it out. He's young, and, you and it's all come quick.
0: I may ask you: Are you are you backhanding the the current allegation that he he has entered rehab because he's he's got an alcohol problem, and uh, uh, and this is this is the core of, of everything? No yeah. idea. Well, I don't know, but allegedly, I folks, yeah, it's kind well, of like well, he's allegedly
1: he's taking he's, a leave of uh, right. It's up in, in, the in the air, body, right?
0: right. And, and he's it's about Hennessy and tequila. It ain't about beer and wine.
2: And- well, you know what, whatever it is, whatever it is, I just hope he, he gets help for whatever it is. And you know what, Get, gets back to where he's happy. Because I just remember the first conversation we ever had. And man, talking to him, um, again, he was happy. Um, and even in Memphis, he seemed, you know, again, he, he seemed like a refreshing young kid who, who, who enjoyed it and was really good to people. And things can change quickly. They if can, you backtrack, uh, our our podcast
0: uh, listeners, uh, one of the discussions we had a number of months ago, uh, or some time ago, ab- about the new face of the league, and we were, and, and that he right. uh, posing the question is, is John Morant perhaps you know because he's little guys are always more accessible to the average fan than big guys, you know, yep. and and this guy was so dynamic, so exciting, so so exhilarating, yeah. you know, for us, and, you know. I wish him the best too. I mean, if, if, if he does, if, 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 if he does in fact have an alcohol problem, let's hope he can get it addressed. And yeah. as far as the gun thing is concerned, the Tennessee, you could carry an open pistol, unfortunately. You know who came to his defense? Not surprisingly. Paul Ooh. Pierce. Did you see that tweet? No. Did he really? Paul Pierce Paul Pierce reminded people how he almost died. And as it was, res- you know, as a result, he carried he, he he started packing. Right. And and he said, and it basically he's implying you guys don't understand the life what it's of, like. of what an African American. Like. Yep, yep. Athlete. We don't. We don't. Okay. We don't, and,
2: uh, but- so Paul Pierce jumped to his defense in that regard. Uh, just- I don't know if I'd want Paul Pierce uh, jumping <laughs> to my defense right now of all people, uh, but he he did. Obviously, he had a life-altering incident oh, uh, at at a nightclub. Came so that he- close,
0: he- apparently. We we're told he came that close to dying if they right. if they got the heart, sure. they missed the right. heart.
1: Guys, always a pleasure. We'll do it again next week. Jeff, don't yes. worry. We'll, we'll get into some NCAA here at some point. Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, driven by Hello Fresh. Guys, we'll talk to you soon.